0: Good morning and welcome to Simply Finance. It's Saturday, March 2nd. On today's show, university finance courses must open their eyes to money, and college financial aid is caught in the crosshairs of Washington shutdown turmoil. Plus, Finovex North Africa 2024 is shaping the future of finance in Cairo. This coverage and more up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Finance. We start off with a look at the changing landscape of corporate finance. Every good university course in corporate finance begins with the Modigliani-Miller theorem, which states that a firm's value doesn't depend on how it is financed. However, with the rise of digital payments, cryptocurrencies, and central bank digital currencies, this approach is rapidly becoming outdated. Money now matters a lot. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply Finance.
1: James, how has the landscape of money changed over the years? Well, David, the concept of money has evolved significantly over the centuries. From the shekel in Mesopotamia nearly 5,000 years ago to the first coins minted in the 5th, 6th century BCE, and then to paper banknotes in the Ming Dynasty in 1375. However, the most significant change came in 2008 with the launch of the smartphone and the introduction of Bitcoin, the world's first decentralized cryptocurrency. These developments have fundamentally changed how consumers and businesses interact and how banks operate. So how does this shift impact the teaching of finance at universities? The traditional approach to teaching finance, which views money as a simple lubricant while focusing on cash flows, taxes and information, is no longer sufficient. The emergence of private digital currencies and central bank digital currencies has turned money into a central phenomenon. It's now crucial to understand how these exchanges are made, not just what exchanges are possible. Therefore, finance instructors must take money more seriously in their teaching. And what are the implications of this shift in the global financial landscape? We're witnessing a global battle for the control of money. Facebook's attempt to establish a private digital currency with Libra, now Diem, and China's rollout of its digital eCNY currency represent significant shifts in the financial landscape. These developments pose the first genuine threat to the US dollar's status as the global reserve currency since the Second World War. Hence, understanding the power dynamics and efficiencies of money in the 21st century is crucial. Thanks for those insights, James.
0: Speaking of finance, let's turn our attention to a recent development in college financial aid. The recent stopgap spending measure signed by President Joe Biden intended to keep the government running has unexpectedly sparked a debate over college financial aid. The Biden administration had promised that more students than initially anticipated would qualify for federal financial aid this year. However, this promise was short-lived as Congress rejected the proposal amid accusations of overstepping authority. Here to shed more light on this issue is our correspondent from Simply Finance. Can you tell us more about this sudden turn of events?
2: Certainly, David. The Biden administration's promise was based on a sudden request from the Education Department to direct additional funds to the federal Pell Grant program, which aids low-income families in paying for college. This move would have increased financial aid for potentially hundreds of thousands of students. However, it also threatened to quickly deplete Congress's reserves for the program, endangering future aid. So what was the reaction from Congress to this sudden request? Congress was taken aback, to say the least. The chairwoman of the House Education Committee, Rep. Virginia Fox, criticized the Education Department for its 11th hour demand, which she said could create a $7 billion funding gap and cripple the Pell Grant program. She also criticized the Department's handling of the new Free Application for Federal Student Aid, or FAFSA. What has been the impact of this situation on colleges and students? The situation has caused significant stress for colleges, particularly for those who put together financial aid offers. They've spent a week in limbo due to the political back and forth. There are concerns that this turmoil might delay financial aid offers to students even further over the coming months. Karen McCarthy the vice president of the National Association for Student Financial Aid Administrators expressed concern about colleges scrambling to figure out their plans. What's the current status
0: of the situation?
2: President Biden signed a stopgap spending measure that set aside about $8 billion for the Pell program, protecting its funding through 2027, but at lower levels than what the Biden administration was intending. This has left both Democrats and Republicans dissatisfied with the outcome. The situation has strained the already fragile trust between the federal government and college officials and has highlighted the unpredictable and political nature of the rollout. What does this mean for the future of college financial aid? The future of college financial aid remains uncertain. The debacle has stalled another bill to expand college financial aid, the Bipartisan Workforce Pell Act. This bill would extend Pell grants to college programs as short as eight weeks. However, it has faced opposition, with critics arguing that it could be exploited by for-profit colleges to take advantage of vulnerable students. It's unclear when this legislation might be considered again. A complex situation indeed. Thanks for the insights, Bella. Speaking of finance, in
0: less than a week, Finovex North Africa 2024 will open its doors bringing together leading experts from the financial services industry to shape the future of finance in North Africa. The conference will be held at the Four Seasons Cairo at the first residence in Cairo, Egypt. The theme for this year's event is Seizing the Fintech Boom, Innovations Reshaping the Financial Landscape. Here with us to discuss more is Michael, a correspondent for Simply Finance. Can you tell us more about the focus of this conference?
3: Certainly, David. The conference will delve into the potential of technology in transforming the financial sector across North Africa. Over the course of two days, attendees will hear from keynote speakers and industry experts and participate in discussions focusing on cutting-edge trends, market dynamics, and innovative solutions driving the fintech revolution.
0: What can attendees expect to gain from this event?
3: Attendees can expect to gain valuable insights and network with leaders decision-makers, and influencers in the fintech sector. Sponsorship of Finovex North Africa 2024 also offers various benefits, including brand visibility, networking opportunities, thought leadership showcasing, targeted marketing, and customized engagement options.
0: Can you tell us more about Finovex and its role in the financial technology sphere?
3: Finovex is known globally for its commitment to driving innovation and transformation within the financial technology sphere. Through its series of conferences and events, Finovex brings together industry leaders, visionaries, and stakeholders to explore and harness the potential of emerging technologies fostering collaboration and driving industry progress. What are some of the key areas of focus for this event? The event will place a strong emphasis on digital accessibility, commercial banking evolution, secure financial systems, as well as governmental support. It aims to pave the way for a collaborative journey towards reshaping the financial future of the region.
0: Thanks for joining us, Michael. In other finance news, John Kerry, the outgoing US climate envoy, has issued a warning, urging the United States to find major new climate finance methods. He cautioned that if historic promises to transition from fossil fuels go unheeded, it could lead to huge disappointment. Here to delve into this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Finance. Celeste, what exactly did Kerry say about the need for new climate finance methods?
4: Kerry emphasized that the United States should consider a system of financial guarantees for investors which would cover risks if projects fail. He believes it's time for creativity and the development of new financial instruments. He cited his work as envoy with Indonesia and Vietnam on Just Energy Transition Partnerships, or JETPs, as examples. These are financing deals between a small group of wealthy countries and an emerging economy to reduce reliance on fossil fuels or take other climate action.
0: What does Kerry mean when he says these deals are very bespoke, and why does he believe we don't have time for that?
4: By bespoke... Kerry means these deals are custom-made for specific situations. However, he believes that the urgency of the climate crisis means we don't have time for such tailored solutions. Instead, he suggests we need to deploy larger sums with greater confidence that the deal is bankable and we have sufficiently de-risked it.
0: And what about his call for the world to phase out subsidies for fossil fuels?
4: Kerry has been vocal about the need to end subsidies for fossil fuels, which he sees as counterproductive to the fight against climate change. He's questioned why we're subsidizing the creators of the problem. He's also expressed admiration for the European Union's new CBAM carbon tariff, although he acknowledged it's not politically feasible in the United States.
0: How does Kerry's stance fit into the broader U.S. climate policy?
4: President Joe Biden has overseen the investment of billions of dollars in green technology as part of his signature legislative achievement, the Inflation Reduction Act. This is a sharp contrast from his predecessor, Donald Trump, who cast doubt on the science behind climate change and withdrew from the Paris Climate Accord. Kerry has also highlighted the importance of cooperation between the United States and China, the world's two largest greenhouse gas emitters, in achieving climate goals.
0: After hearing from Simply Finance reporter Celeste, On John Kerry's call for new climate finance methods, we're wrapping up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Finance. We'll see you back here tomorrow.